Um, I don't know why <laughs> you keep you're fidgeting more. I you am, keep yeah, moving yeah. stuff around. Well, do you reckon having the laptop like that is okay or not? Like on the like the, at that angle, or is that too? I thought we agreed it was fine. And okay. then while I was preparing the program, you moved again. Like we just, just moved it. Yeah. For those watching on YouTube, Stephen's worried that you can't see enough of him. And the logo, you gotta see mate. The logo. You can see the logo. Jesus Christ. People know who you are. All right. Okay. Really, I don't. I don't think the logo. What six hundred and ten episodes? I don't think the logo is going to add. And just quietly, uh, your shifty little hitting of the the record button has come back to play into play. I literally just said, and I'm recording now. I thought you meant the cameras, but you'd have to have the cameras and this recording at the same time. Shifty hitting of the button. Yeah. Can I? Can I have a look? Do you reckon you can show everyone your little checklist? Can you? Can I show the checklist? There's the checklist, everyone. Two blokes pre-flight checklist. Yes. And because there's been some issues. What he left off it was to check the sound levels. Is that right? There was some wasn't issues. wasn't on there. For those that haven't worked it out, we had to re-record three times uh, one of the private feeds. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't hit record on one of them. And then... No, you had the slider. No, 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 no. I didn't hit record on one of them. Oh, my God. And then when Amateur. we went, oh, Jesus, it's been 15 minutes. So I have to start all that again. It was a deep, meaningful podcast. And then I swearing. went, okay, good, excellent. Well, let's go again. I hit record. We were chatting for a couple of minutes and I looked down and went, oh, I didn't push the faders up. It was pretty embarrassing. So... <sighs> this is uh, podcasting 101, mate, everybody. This, yeah. This is the checklist. This you know is what? how we That's roll. That's an efficient way to do things. I Check know when, when, I did, when I got my drone pilot's license, we had to go through the Check checklist. That's very important. A like pilot checks has got a Harry checklist. Harry is now a drone pilot. Is that right? He yeah. got his license? No. He's oh. 12. Okay. Um, he said to me the other day, he said, can I learn how to fly a drone? I went, uh, why? He goes, because we're going to do it. Because it's fun. We're going to do it at the end of the week at school. And I went, are you? He goes, I want to learn before then. I went, okay. I respect that. I'll bring one home. He doesn't so want brought, to make a fool of himself. I brought home the Mini. And um, nice. taught him. He picked it up in one go. He yeah, was wow. perfectly fine. And um, Lucky his dad's got about 10 of them, eh? That's exactly. How, that helps. I'm thinking, who cares if anything happens, right? <laughs> anyway, so he's flying yesterday so afternoon every minute. Just park. in the backyard. No, just in the oh, backyard. The I said, mate, just don't go oh, that's right. anywhere you, other you than our in the country. You're not near the airport like me. <laughs> I, I can fly the 249 gram one at my house. Yes. Because it's under the 250. That's what, that's yeah. what Harry's flying yeah, is, yeah. the Mini. Yeah. Okay. And um, he did good. I'm not with no screen. When I'm, I'm not giving him yet the screen because I want him to learn visual. Oh, so he's, there's no screen at all. No, not even a phone. No, okay. no. I just wanted to learn how to fly. Oh, so just the flight. So the photography part. And then is I said, later. "What have they got at school?" He goes, "Oh, it's not one of these." I mean, what? Inspire three. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. He goes, "It's controlled by an iPad." And I went, "Oh." Uh, so it's one of those Wi-Fi screen, ones. Yeah, it's probably right. some real amateur, dodgy amateur error. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, and, I was and, still, but he his debut was on a nice DJI Mini. And I've obviously given him whatever I've got, and so he was sick today yeah. at home. And um, oh, did he? Is he sick he, today? He oh, texts, hang on, he thinks, hang on a minute, I'm going to be sick today. He, so I can no. fly the drone. He texts me and he goes, "Can I fly the drone this morning?" I went, yeah, go for your life. Anyway, then I get a photo of a broken prop. Uh oh. And he goes, "I didn't crash it today. I, I, I just heard a weird noise, so I landed it, and this is what it was." And I went, well, mate, there's no, nearly always spare props in the yeah. bag. Yeah. He said, no, there's not. I said, check, zippers, everything. Yeah, and yeah. about an hour later, he goes, I found it. So you got to find the, prop the, on you gotta find the right prop. Though. Well, I hope you put the right one on. Because, you know, there's orange and black and you've got to put it on the right. Yeah. Because well, one of them goes that way, one of them goes counterclockwise. Soon find out. Yeah. These are, this is the Mini 2 or something. So they're screwed in. They're not the clip-on ones. They're, yeah. But still need to put the right in one on the right, on the well, right prop. Yeah. We'll soon find out. How's that, eh? Drones. Whoops. Oh, hello. Welcome to microphones. But, you know, as a 12-year-old learning to fly a drone, how good's that? Hey, mate, 
that is a really good skill to have, you know, because I is. think drone, uh, using a drone in the future, it's not just a flying camera. We all know that, but I think uh, there's going to be a Still lot of on industry. It. What about that? <laughs> there's going to be a lot of industries I reckon that'll require it. I remember when I did my drone light pilot's license, felt like it was a week long class, and there were two farmers in my group. In yeah. my class, so they, yeah. were, they were going to use them to for their crops and to look at their fence lines and all that. So, having drone a drone license is a, a nice, cool skill to have. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you a little funny story. A friend of mine uh, employed me to photograph his factory for the company he works for. Yeah, yeah. and he, he knew I was a pilot. He goes, "Okay, would would you be able to do it?" I said, "He goes, how much?" And I said, "Oh, well, I'll just give you, you know, mates' rates." And uh, he goes, I want you, we want to just hack an aerial shot of the factory. And so, because they've got like factories around the world, they want to have the Sydney one. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Do you reckon you can film inside too? I said, Yeah, I'll whatever, do whatever you want. And um, what what happened, I took it, the drone, it was my Inspire 2, right? Yeah. My big one. Yeah. And uh, filmed outside, and that was fine. Went inside and took my eye off it for one Uh-oh. second, Uh-oh. and it backed into a wall and crashed, <laughs> broke it, right? Had to get a cost me like twelve hundred to repair it, but because of the GPS signal inside, because you, you know outside it just sticks it, there. Yeah, it, inside they I, can't. I, mate, I honestly, I was it just I was there sort of getting a wide shot, and then it just sort of just backed in, just clipped the wall, and just went and just collapsed. And I'm thinking, he felt so bad. I said, mate, hey, it's not your fault. It's my it's my fault. My fault. It happened. Yeah. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, what are you sorry for? Did he then say, did you get the shot though? No, we got the shot. No, no, we got all the shots he wanted. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, had to get a repair job done. Yeah, Took right. it down to Sphere. Our mates at Sphere. Yep. On the way home, I rang him and said, man, I'm dropping off my drone right now. And it was like cost me, I think, a thousand or eleven hundred to repair it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then the job was a lot less than eleven hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost a bit of. Money. I mean, it's a weird thing because it's it's just embarrassing, really. Yeah, oh, that's what it I was. I did it. Jolly and I were yeah. down, and this is early days of drones. So I had like a Phantom, Phantom Three, one or maybe or oh, right. two, right? Early yeah. days. So ones without didn't have its own camera yet. Yeah, put I, a GoPro I, I, on I'm, it. You know, what? I think it would have been a two that had the camera. Uh, I think the two had the camera on it. Okay. Anyway, and we were down at a, at a dam somewhere south of Sydney, and you know, just beautiful shots and stuff. And I'm, I'm doing this, you know, it's it's coming along along like the, the ridge of the dam, just flying along, and I'm just going hard left, all the way along, and then it just went poof, straight into a brick wall, <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm I'm like on the middle of the dam, and it's flying away, and you don't yeah. have a perception of. Distance yep. and, and there were uh, no uh, there was no uh, uh, object detection uh, nope, in those days. Yeah, nope, nope, so, nope, yeah. nope, nope. So uh, the mine, no, and the Inspire two, which is back up and flying by the way, so yeah. it's all good now. Yeah. Um, the there's no reverse, so backwards there's no object uh, detection. So forward, if I tried to fly forward into the wall, it would have stopped. Yeah. But backwards. Not, not to be. Mate, isn't it wild how yeah. far they've come? Because like you get yeah. the the Mavic now, and oh, it's the got, little it's ones got up, now. down, yeah. left, and right. It's, but this was only about. Two it's years. Just, it was two years ago. I did this. Yeah, I didn't tell you at the time, did I? No. Yeah. You, you're very. I was a little embarrassed. Yeah, you're about very it. good yeah. at not wanting to share embarrassment. Well, at this time I have, but yeah, I'm human. You know how I'm you know, human. I'm gonna, and you know what? It's my only crash. I've never crashed. Touch gonna, wood. Never crashed before. I'm going to only mention and it again. briefly. Yeah. But just what? I remember you hurt your wrist at one point. Yeah. And you didn't want to talk about how you did it. I did tell you how I did. I was no, run, I was running. I think you told me, but you didn't want to say it anywhere. Yeah, I was running. Yeah. yeah, broke my broke my 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 left wrist. Yeah, yeah. You literally didn't want to say how it happened on 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 air or anything. You didn't want that on the record. Yeah, I just I don't know why. Neither do I. Yeah. I'm just like 
Jeez, yeah, man, things I just happen. fell over. Yeah. yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> pretty I just, funny. I appeared clumsy. Yeah, it just was me falling forward, down, running down a. I remember going up a little embankment yeah. and coming down. I sort of lost my footing and just put you put your hands out to protect yourself. Yeah, and then came down like oddly on my wrist, and that was it. Yeah, good times. I remember that the following week. I had a cast on my arm, yeah. and I and uh, Swan uh, got me to do an infomercial for him. Oh, and really? here's me with Janie Seal. I'm doing an infomercial for for the t- for the morning show. Yeah, and it, uh, here's my broken wrist is is uh, tucked away in the lamp in the couch. He so can't see it. Even my photo I took with Janie Seal. I've sort of got my arm behind my back, so he can't see it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> clumsy mumsy, clumsy mumsy. Well, that's yeah. a great way to start the show. And um, with that, we should do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 610, thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo. And for those watching on Facebook or YouTube, what an amazing intro. Hello. How good was that yeah, intro? Yeah, that was brilliant. There I won't love, be any. I love the little addition of the little videos as our names came up. Right. Great idea that was, oh, wasn't it? Because it was his idea, okay? <laughs> He's like, get him to do that. I'm like, okay, fine. That was nice, mate. Well done. But what we don't, what do I, uh, I don't have stings the, or interstitial the, videos yet, but we've got yeah, the intro. we're getting there. Send me the bill, okay, for yeah. that one. All right. For your, for your, uh, your advice. Although, although uh, yeah. we're going to talk about something where I've, uh, you know, very, oh. I've let you off the hook for something, which we'll, well get to in a moment. Well, yeah. let's just get straight into it. Yes. I owe you 100 bucks. You do. But I'm letting you off the hook. The, because, the moment Kelly yeah. Bayer Rosmarin was announced as having resigned from Optus. Yes. The which number, was Monday morning. So yeah. I got, I reckon, 25 text messages that morning <laughs> saying she's resigned. I'm like, yeah, I'm writing the article now. Yeah, yeah. And then after the announcement, like once it really hit mainstream media, I got another 55 messages on every <laughs> single platform going, say to you, hey, Stephen, the money now? Or does, or does Stephen owe you money? So most, uh, me, I, I won the bet. A lot of people thought that you owed me. And I'm like, nah. nah. No. Like in the man cave, everyone was like, yeah. Stephen owes your money. I'm like, nah. I said by the time before he gets you back, get back to China, from before China, you got back to China, no, before you got back from China is what we agreed Sunday okay, morning. But even so, I was still wanting to bet anyway, yeah. Except word on the street, yeah, is that she resigned last week and the well, text message didn't go through. <laughs> that, yeah, there's been little, some little cracking little rim shot there, mate. That one plus an eye, so. <laughs> So you technically won the bet, is what I was yeah. trying to say. Let me also, <laughs> by the way, plenty of word that she did actually resign last week, but that's not well, relevant. It wasn't publicly just, Well, let's talk about that. At the inquiry, we were still in China, right? yes. so we were watching a lot. We were, we were three hours behind, yep. right? Yep. So it was early in the morning for us. Yep. And she was even asked about that. She said, yeah. well, the AFR had a story to say that she's thinking of resigning. Yep. And she had to front the the Senate, and they, and then the, she said, "Are you resigning?" He goes, well, I'm not thinking of myself. Now's the I'm time to focus this. on the. Da, da, da. And then she says, "Well, so are you resigning?" And she says, "I think I, will, I think I've answered that question." And sidestepped it. That that was sort of the yeah. my head and the lead of my story when I wrote it. Uh, so you're saying that she could? Oh, that, I know it was a joke what you said, but are you saying that she had it in her mind that she had? Uh, She'd made a decision Mate, back then? Or? I've heard everything from she was resigning before the outage the happened. Like, no, no. Before, really? Like there was words, what? Yeah, in, internally, there's people saying uh, she was resigning before even that. Yeah, but right. I've certainly – look, the fact is she didn't resign on Monday morning, right? That was all yeah. – it's pretty that much – That was when it was announced. It would have been a Thursday or something when they had – then they negotiate the severance and all that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. But it was definitely announced on Monday morning and that's what we were going by. Yeah. And the other – so the um, the 
the the text message didn't go through thing is a good meme that's going around. And the other one, when <laughs> I announced it on, I got a couple of replies on threads saying this. And then Buddy Howie, one of my moderators, said it as well. But I saw it first somewhere else, so I don't give Howie any credit. But and I did use this on the Today Show. Yeah. On the Today Show, I said, um, we, like I was doing a thing with D Madigan, so D was there talking about yeah, the the, yeah. the reputation the stuff, and then stuff, I was yeah. there talking about whatever I was. Yep. And they wrap wrapping the segment up real quick, and I thought I'm just going to butt in here, and I got Carla Beauty. I go, Carl, just so you know. My information is her severance package includes 200 gigabytes of data. <laughs> and I use that on a lot of radio stations. And on the today, was, yeah, it gets I, a good response. I actually, where did I see, I saw a comment on that on, I think on one of the stories. Yeah. But, um, it's good. Yeah, she might get a terabyte. You never know. She gig. gets unlimited data for the next six weekends. Good luck to you, yeah, Kelly. Yeah. But... Uh, in yeah, but oh, look, I, I thought, and I, and I said this on the radio. I was on uh, with Michael McLaren on Two GB on Sunday after the inquiry. Yes, and we both agreed. She did that well. I thought she handled herself very well. Yes, and she explained everything really well. She patiently explained to Senator Hanson Young that you can't just roam to another network, yes. and that would collapse that network too. Yes, uh, she, she also she handled all the. The questions about the timeline as well. Yep. We got a bit of an understanding of like why my question was why it happened at four AM, yep. right? Yep. It said that she woke up at about just after seven and found out, oh, my phone's not working. Yeah. Is something wrong? Uh, we also found out that she had a spare SIM card. She had a Vodafone and a Telstra SIM just which, in case. Which all executives at Telcos yeah, do have. We course. now know that from the other telcos. And so my two questions are A should there have been a level of emergency to wake up the CEO? Yes. Right? And number one. Number two, why did she do the interview on ABC Radio on WhatsApp? Why didn't she just ring them? With the other SIM? Yeah. She never used w it. Was she worried that they were going to ask her, well, how are you contacting us now if Optus is down? That is a good she point. She might have said, oh, I'm on Telstra. That is a good Maybe point. Maybe that would why. have been embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So that's a very good point. Do you reckon the the interviewer would have even had an idea that she was on another SIM card, like, or, or she was ringing from a landline, or the landline would have been an Optus landline anyway? Yeah, it, it would have been tough to to avoid. I reckon the that's why. That so question. she she didn't. I'm on ringing on WhatsApp. Yeah. I'll pay that. But yeah. here's the thing. So you're right. The, we found out, you know, the time she woke up basically. And she lives in eastern suburbs, so I think she woke up at six thirty, probably. Yeah, um, because she was she got in the, to the office, office by seven thirty. She had a she had a crisis meeting between seven forty five and eight thirty. Short crisis yeah. meeting. So yeah, forty five. Well, minutes. she started. She called the crisis meeting at seven forty five. Right. So she got to the office and immediately called that. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. Rewind as you say. It's it's four o'clock. Mm. The network is out. Yeah. By so, four thirty. So by three and a half hours in now. By four thirty. There's got to be some serious tension in the network operations center, and there's yeah. got to be senior network engineers called. By 5 o'clock, yeah. they've got to know that this thing's out of control and not easy to fix. Yeah. So by 5.30, someone should have been banging on her front door. Yeah, I agree. But avoiding that, mm. every telco um, executive, and Telstra confirmed this to me in a, yep. in a, in a briefing, yep. um, have a go pack, you know, like a pack of other SIM cards from other networks. But that's... Utterly stupid in this day and age. What yep. what Kelly Bayer is Marin, well, it doesn't need now, but every CEO should have is their phone with their SIM card from their network. And, and then, then an eSIM e yeah, that other is one. active and turned on for the other networks. Yep. And there's a there's an emergency call number yeah. for the CEO and her emergency number. CEO's number doesn't work because it's on mm. Optus. Emergency call number, her phone would have rung. Yeah. Optus or uh, Vodafone or yeah. Telstra, her phone would yes. have rung. So well, that, that that they could have woken her up on the could, phone. They could have called her. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter had, that she, yeah. because it doesn't matter that 
and this is the problem is in in their mindset, and I'm confident yeah. in her mindset. They would have thought, but if we, if we, you're asked by the media or a senator, how were you woken up? Yeah, and you said they called me and they say, but your phones were down. You say we have alternate SIM cards, and then yeah, the joke is that it, you only got called yeah. because, but it doesn't matter. You would have been. Three yeah, hours ahead of the pack. But even the fact that she had alternative alternative SIM cards, right? That didn't tweak. She didn't twig that if if she can't call, her customers can't call or look at the internet either. Yeah, yeah. And yet Optus insisted that we've all of our we've put up notices up on on social media and mm. on our fa- on our internet on and our on our web page. She did well at the Senate. We both agree. But yeah. where she failed at the Senate was to properly answer anything about communication she struggled to yeah. accept mm. and i don't know who the senator was but i sense she was liberal because she did not give good glares to sarah hansen young she was annoyed <laughs> that sarah hansen young kept bumping well she was the chair she was chair yeah, no, but she would just come in on someone else's questions like yeah. hang on love i'm not yeah. finished yeah anyway this lady was asking about the communications plan the strategy yeah. and all that stuff and she basically said we, we did great we did what we did last time and it's like that yeah. was the problem yeah well that that again it beggars belief that you don't think that the the fact that she took days to talk before, yeah. she would have thought, hang on, I, I can't do that again. I've got to get in early here. And that still didn't register. Yeah. To, with with uh, Do you reckon if she had have come out on the on the morning shows, on breakfast shows, yeah. and was speaking about the whole thing frankly and, and, and openly, that she, she would still, still have, have a job, a job now? You reckon? 100%. Yeah. She didn't lose her job because the network failed. Yeah. She lost her job because the How company failed it. at handling it and communicating it. Fair enough. Because Cause oh, it's not her fault, eh? The no. outage is not her. If, if, if anyone should resign, if it's someone's fault or more at fault, it's an engineer. That's right. So they'd be thinking, that has that person resigned? And I've been saying all week, I actually have no doubt that she's a great business leader. Yeah. Probably a great CEO in, in running the business. Mm. And maybe she's an awesome internal leader as well and a people manager. But she's no good at communicating with her customers. And her customers, or main stakeholders, are the 10 million customers out there. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is so, true. So that's why she lost a job. Yeah. So who and, gets and the job? And so you reckon, uh, or who gets the job? Who's who's in there now? Is the the CFO? Oh, the let's moment? just call it the CFO. They yeah. won't get the job. Yeah, that's just interim. They, that's they, just they an interim that thing already. because they can run the well, business. The talk is about Gladys, mate. I, I think she's at long odds to get this because I think someone commented on the t- on TV to say that she's already been involved in a scandal. Remember, she went to ICAC. Yeah. yeah. I oh, look. I don't consider that. It's not like she was sort of stealing money and was I think corrupt. We're both aligned yeah. on our opinions of Gladys. Both politically yeah. and post ICAC. Yeah. I I don't see her involvement with Daryl Williams or whatever no. his bloody name was as being actually corruption. But I get that by the pure definition yeah. it she's, is. She's appealing it by the way too. She's yeah. got those before the court. And that's the before court. the courts. Yeah, yeah. But, but I genuinely don't think what happened was the end of the world. No. It's, it's no. just like I don't think Barry O'Farrell accepting a bottle of wine yeah, is exactly. the end of the world yeah. either. But yeah, you know, yeah. by the letter of the law he did the yeah. right thing. So she's She's in the media as the potential CEO because they've got no one else to suggest. Yeah, exactly. I that, think that's why I think she's become the darling of the of the, of the and speculation because she's so was so visible before as premier. Could she run yeah. a business? I don't know. Like well, she running, ran a, she ran a state and she was treasurer. Exactly. So that's so what gives her the, the credibility she's got the, and potential. Uh, she's got the credentials to do it. To uh, because what the company needs is a figurehead. They need a public well, figure. I think public face of the business. They need someone, and and look, Gladys would fill this role. They need someone that's going to repair the damage. Yep. Right. 
but then bring them forward and like endear themselves to the customers again. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you bring in some executive that no one's ever heard of. Uh, that's going to be a hard job to do. Yeah. So whether whether Optus think well, this is probably the best solution for us is to bring some a familiar face. The people most people trust her. Mm. They loved they loved her when she was a premier. Yeah. Is she the person to steer them through the next couple of years where they're in sort of damage control, repairing the brand? I'd only put money on her if she was paying five dollars or more. But I'm tipping if there was odds, she's yeah. probably paying a dollar twenty because yeah. everyone would think she's a certainty for it. Yeah. But you know she's on my list, but yeah, you know I wouldn't put her at the top of it. You've already suggested people that uh, that that could well, possibly Bill, take think it. Think of Bill Morrow. Yeah, the bloke who used to be a boss of the Vodafone. bloke came into Vodafone after it had problems and and, and got that back. Up. Yeah, the bloke came into NBN after yeah. it had problems and Mate, got that back. He's the Ray Donovan of technology. That's he's what the I'm fixer. He's, he's the, the fixer. fixer. Yeah, right. Okay. That that makes perfect sense that, to me. So you reckon he's an option, eh? I think he's a great option. Yeah, he's so a where brilliant is he now? I've got no idea. Probably in the US somewhere. Right. But you know he's a telco guy as well, yeah, so he knows the business. Yeah, yeah. You know Benny McIntosh, who we we know yep. from Vodafone days, he's now at Bunnings, the COO. Yep. I think he's a good option because he knows telco, he knows customers, yes. he knows retail. Yep, good option. I think Gary McGregor's Gary a great McGregor. option. Yeah. Former Samsung yeah. mate, he was he he led the Samsung mobile business in yeah. Australia. Now, yes. does he know towers and networks? But who cares, Lambo, the bloke that was sitting there yeah, at the Senate yeah, that's knows his towers job. and That's business. his job. Yeah, exactly right. So I think good option. The yeah. other two um, that I that I suggested were like Pip Marlowe and Mel Silver, the mm. former boss of Microsoft and the current yes, boss yeah, of Mel Silver. Uh, oh, she's uh, left Google. Google, eh? Mel no, she's Silver. at Google. She's still Google. Yeah. Okay, right. And who was the other one? Pip, Pip Marlowe. Marlowe. She was at yeah. Microsoft. Now she's at Salesforce. Yeah, right. Mate, there's a bunch of people. Wow. And see, my problem the is The headhunters are out in force They right say now. we're going to have a global search. Mate, do not bring yeah. Yeah. someone from overseas to run this company because here's the thing yeah. you got to have a feel for the place don't you I reckon genuinely yeah. Optus could be could be much bigger than it is yeah I don't remember which CEO it was but I'm going to say 8 years ago maybe something like that they invited me to Optus and they wanted me to meet this CEO mm. and we just sat down in the courtyard for a quick you know yeah. Shaking of hands. Was he, was he the – because the CEO before Kelly Bay Rosemarin was the Singaporean guy. I'm no, it was whoever before that. Oh, right. right. So two CEOs ago. Anyway, yeah. the, the point is they said to me at the time – On a Google history of Where do you CEOs. see Optus in the market? Yep. And I said, well, I think it's very simple. Everyone has this respect for Telstra as a network. Yep. I said, Vodafone is coming strongly out of their problems, but they still sit third in people's choice and mind. Okay. And Optus is this neutral nothingness in the middle. Okay. And, and I think that's where they sit, but I think they could be so much more because they are a they're a they're a big network, they're a big business. They've got the Optus Sports stuff. They could be so much more. I genuinely I think agree. that. I agree. But they but you can't bring a Singaporean or an American or someone yeah. who doesn't know Australia and was Australians. It Paul into O'Sullivan. It. Yes. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've just googled a list of Optus CEOs, and Kelly Bay Rosemarin was the top hit. Oh, there you go. Hello, Google. So what, is, what does Stephen Fennick do when he's appointed CEO in the first 100 <laughs> days? Uh, I would, I would, you know what, I would do like a, um, you know how like there's a presidential address? You yeah. know how the president does an address? Yeah. I would book like two minutes of TV during the six o'clock news hour yeah. and say, okay, We've we've had our problems in the past, and we've, we we understand that a lot of people have left the business. And here's our plan for the future. Yeah, that's how I'd introduce the yep. whole plan. Are there any points you've yeah. got on that plan? 
Uh, well, making, obviously, the network bulletproof, making the network re- reliable, making sure that the an outage of this scale doesn't happen again because it was the biggest outage of all time in That's Australia. Right. Yeah. So Despite giving, the fact that Kelly Bay Rosmarin subtly in other yeah. newspapers had a dig at me for saying that, like it didn't. Yeah. It is. It's She's the biggest. She's got it in for Trev. Sorry, love. But, it was um, the biggest. Yeah. But on your watch. That, that's that's what I would address to. I, I would try to instill sort of a, a feeling of confidence yep, to say, listen, no, we've got your best interests at heart. We want you to re- to trust us, to rely on us, to run your business through us. We, we know we've made our mistakes in the past. We haven't been as communicative as we could have been. I'd just lay it all on the line. And yeah. so this is this is how we're going to move forward. We're going to we're going to offer some great deals to to win back customers. We're going to improve the network so you can use our Optus in all parts of Australia. Uh, the the there's talk of them using satellite yep, service to have hundred percent yep. coverage in Australia. So I'd I'd be listing all the exciting things that are coming. Yes. and saying we're going to we're going to be the best network in Australia. I think, That's what our goal is. I think the number one thing you do is you say to the Singtel board, you say, listen, you've you got to start letting us think like Australians. Yeah. And we need to spend some money on that. Yeah. And they'd be like, what? So one of the things I'd say is we're going to bring all of our customer service on shore, which yeah, Telstra's already exactly. done. Exactly. Good point. Um, yeah, good point. And, and then yep. basically you need to reiterate. Whether yeah. it's in that address or just generally, you need to reiterate as, as Kelly did at the Senate. Yeah, this will happen again. These well, outages are not are not. Yeah, uh, they will happen. And and she did make a very good point about. Remember how I was saying about compensation, and she was saying, well, if your power goes oh, out, oh no, that was and her the best. Wa- and the water goes out, like, do you ring the power company to say I couldn't run my business because I had no power? Yeah. So like essential services. That was that was a very good point, yeah. and how she made it, it yeah. was was that was very interesting. And but, you'd have some, you yeah. know what you did have someone working on, and this is going to sound crazy, yep. but you would resell Telstra or Vodafone products to those like a, a network critical business that uses it for their FPOS machine or something. Yeah, you would sell them a backup sim. Yeah, you know, like you'd do a deal with so Vodafone, you're selling someone else's. So, no, but see, here's the thing: tech, the yeah. problem is the networks can't and won't do a, a proper roaming deal that says it all fails over yeah, and stuff exactly. because it's just yeah. technically it's, challenging, yeah, right? Yeah, but imagine between them, two telcos, let's let's say Optus and Vodafone yep. came to a commercial agreement to say, listen, we're gonna we're gonna buy off you. I'm I'm Optus, you're Vodafone. I'm gonna buy off you a hundred thousand SIM cards. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna pay you um, twenty dollars a year for them. Yep. Right? And and I and guarantee, if they, and if they're ever if they're ever activated, then they pay for that service. Yeah, we, we I pay through the nose for the data and the calls right. when they get used, right? Yeah. And then I supply them to customers for a fifty dollar a year, you know, something. So I make yeah. thirty bucks. So like a backup, but it's a backup, yeah. and and it doesn't activate. They don't know what number it is. They don't know. And I don't know. Yeah. We, you just find a way to be have a data sim. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You just find a way to have some sort of redundancy yeah. for for critical well, businesses. It's funny you should mention that because I I remember hearing from a lot of readers reacting to this and a lot of them saying that we. Uh, on purpose, don't bundle all our service with one company. That's the number one so learning. So a lot, a lot of people say, well, I, I have Telstra for phone, Optus for internet, and vice versa. Yeah. So if, if if you're Optus all day, then on November That's the eighth, you had nothing. Yeah. And so the and I know it's attractive to customers to bundle. Like if companies want you to have your mobile yeah. and your internet, and that makes it cheaper for you. But in it's the, the worst in the unlikely event of a of an outage, then you're completely stranded. Yeah. So oh, I found that really interesting that, that people actually do that. Yeah, it's yeah. the number one piece of advice now is don't bundle yeah. if it's mission critical. Well, and yeah. I think that every 
business should learn from the you know the the redundant sim concept yeah and look at the idea of and I had a caller this week on the EFTM podcast say that what he does is he gets like a uh, maybe it was an Aldi sim because that's the best thing to do go to Aldi yeah. get a sim card who uses Telstra you pay fifteen dollars yeah. it's a three hundred and sixty five day sim yeah you only pay yeah the, or you only chunk into that fifteen dollars if you make or make calls on it or yeah. use data yeah you never make a call on it yeah. but you Good give up but it's a phone number in your eSIM. It's working. It's active. Yeah. You could give it to your IT team, your management team as a backup number, yep. and they can call you on it. And it's a 24-7 number that works. Makes sense. But only works if they can't get you yeah. on the main line and it's a critical well, emergency. I think now moving Easy. forward, Optus would be thinking of these contingency plans now. As, oh, I, mate, as I reckon. As, as would Telstra Telcos, and Vodafone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, it was revealed that uh, Telstra, the Telstra CEO carries an Optus and Vodafone SIM yes. just in case as well. That's right. As, as would the Vodafone as CEO. As do Vodafone, yeah. I so that's, it's kind of a... It's not just the CEO. It's the, it's the yeah, upper management the, team. The, sort of the upper management team. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, wow. It was a... Uh, uh, there was a huge the inquiry only lasted a couple of hours too. Yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah. yeah. So the um the the other thing I think they had the their network guy talking about um was his name Lambo was talking about how the system was actually the the outage was an act of defence. He was saying that the the peering update that came from Singtel yeah um that tripped all the routers that was a defence mechanism that mm. that's why they shut down yeah but uh, in in the time in the two weeks since it's happened. How much can they change and adapt and adjust so that this would never take the whole network down? They did have way account. too much confidence that it was fixed and wouldn't happen again. Yeah. I'm like, that, that was pretty yeah. instant. So you reckon they feels like something yeah. they just failed to set up properly? Yeah, right. Anyway, bye, Kelly. Yeah. See ya. And just for the record, I let Trevor off his bet. So he, he owes a me a hundred bucks. Oh, no, no, I do not owe you a hundred bucks. You've let me off. Yeah, I've let you off, but. You, if I had held you to it, you would have had to pay me a hundred bucks. I understand but that I is true. Graciously said, "No, Trev, you're off the hook." Okay, it's because I reckon Kelly heard the, our podcast and deliberately waited till Monday so that Trevor lost his bet. I'd so love that to be true. <laughs> That's why. You're thinking, Trevor, I'll cost I'm him. I'll cost him a hundred dollars. I'm pretty confident she's never heard anything we've said because the people around her who also should go. Um, yeah. Uh, just gatekeepers. You reckon? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and that's that's half the reason she's a poor CEO because the people around her yeah. were not telling her to do the right thing. You want to surround yourself by geniuses. If I was the boss of Optus, I'd have the geniuses around me to help me <laughs> to help me make the decisions. And yeah. I, I, a decision would be up to me, but I'd want the best advice. Mate, I would recruit. Heavy. What would you do? You've asked me. What would you do? Well, no, I said broadly. I said yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have the customer service brought yeah, on, course, on shore did, because yeah. it's a big win for would Australians. You do the, would you do the national address? Um, I reckon that'd be dramatic. It'd be dramatic and say, right, this is us. Mate, Listen. we're paying. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm the Optus CEO. Yeah. Uh, first thing I do, first order of business is find out how much we're paying Daniel Ricciardo. Um, <laughs> and then I say, oh, $10 million? Daniel's going to be the face of this company, okay? And Daniel is yeah, going to do right. the national address. And where's Ash Barty? Where'd she go? Is yeah. she on the books too? She's the chief some optimism yeah. or something. What the I don't hell? Know. Where was she? Yeah, that's the point though. Well, she just had a baby, but is she, oh, is she on maternity okay. leave? Is she on I maternity so. leave or? But, but isn't she like an Optus amb yes, ambassador? Yes. Like but, Daniel Ricardo, Ash Barty. Who else have they got? Any others? Well, they meet me, me, Daniel, and Ash. <laughs> I'm the CEO. <laughs> okay, that's right. You're right, the, me, Daniel, and Ash. Yep. We stand there and we go. You know what? You've lost confidence in us. We're going to bring it back, just like he got back and she gave up. No, she didn't go up. She just had a baby. <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to work on the wording. Yeah.
maybe uh, have to run that through maybe the uh, comms team, mate. we convince Ash to make a comeback at the Australian Open and we say, look at us, comeback kings. We can make it back. Daniel, Daniel Ricciardo back. back in the chair. Yeah. Ash back on court and we're oh, back in your court. This is gold. That's gold. Hey? That's a good idea. Imagine Ash saying, you know what? I'm making a comeback. I'm going to play in the Australian yeah, Open. I had, a, I had a little yeah. network outage and I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> and what about Daniel? Who does he drive for there? He drives for AlphaTauri. Okay. He's, he's back next year, eh? next season. He's back, he's back now, yeah. He's a driver. Yes. I said, but he, Have he you not been following? He no, was at he, the Las Vegas Grand Prix, which you watched. Okay, I did watch it, actually. But uh, he was back in the field, was he? he yeah, was, he was 14. Way, way yeah. back, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was a good, I enjoyed the race. It was a good race. Yeah, it was good. It was we'll talk race. about that on the private, eh? We'll yeah, talk, it's a good we'll talk about the F1. Anyway, if you're listening, Singtel, we've got all the answers. Yeah. Just, um, just ask us. Yeah. We'll, we can we'll, tell you. Is, we'll give you this for nothing. We can we? tell you who else <laughs> needs to go. <laughs> really? I've got one very solid name. Oh, okay. I think I know. Yeah, who you're you know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. And about. just for the record, yeah. for the Optus PR team, it's not yeah. anyone I've had physical, verbal, or written conversations with at all in the last two weeks. It's someone who hasn't spoken <laughs> to me since the data breach. I know you're talking about. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, and I'm happy I, to hand over that name. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I agree. Two blokes talking tech. This is two blokes talking tech. Uh, I don't hold grudges. Do two blokes talking tech. No, I don't hold grudges okay. much. Uh, two blokes talking tech, proudly supported by Arlo. And you know what? You got to get in on the Arlo. Black Friday sales up to 35% off. So get into that. You're talking the Arlo Pro 5, which is one of their top of the lines, 299 now under 300 bucks. I saw all these deals at techguy.com.au. Yeah. The um, the one that appealed to me most, the simple one, the yeah. indoor security. Yeah. 99 bucks. How good is that? For a bloody indoor security, security. And I think the outdoor one is the, is it a 159 still? Is that down as well? Well, the doorbell's 169. Doorbell's 169. That used to be 229. That's wild. How good is that? Great time to be to be getting into this because these Black Friday sales are awesome. So the the Ultra Two Spotlight Wireless that's down that's under seven seven nine six thirty hundred thirty nine that's twenty percent off. But the Arlo Essentials that's thirty percent off. So it's two oh nine. The, the the Arlo Essentials. And if, if you're buying a multi-pack too, a multi-pack, oh, this is where you see this the value. This is where you save a lot of money. So the Arlo Ultra 2, uh, there's a three-pack that's 879 bucks, And that and you get a base station with that as well. Yeah. But the indoor, I agree, 99 bucks. How can you go wrong with that? Listen, I don't know why they're saying up to 35%, because if you look hard enough, mm. Arlo Pro 4 Spotlight, right? Yep. It's a multi-pack. It's a four-pack. Yep. $749. 42% saving. That is amazing. You're kidding me? Is it 42%? Because it's set up to 35%. That's so what I'm saying. If you over. go to their website, wow. it right now Ultra, says oh, wow. Arlo Pro 4 Spotlight Wireless 4-pack. That's nearly half 42%. Price. That's, That's wild. Price. But you know what, too? If you've already got your Arlo cameras, this is it. Get some accessories. Get yeah. some batteries. The batteries are 30% off. So the XL rechargeable battery, normally 89 bucks. 62 bucks. Solar panel, 83 yeah. bucks, 30% off. So that way you don't have to charge the battery. It's Let's out go. there. Well That's done. awesome. So, yeah, check out the savings. You can check them out at their website, arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I got a letter from Gina Reinhardt. Did you now? Uh, it was actually addressed to Mark Zuckerberg, but it came across <laughs> my desk. Uh, and it was interesting because Gina Reinhardt, Hancock Prospecting, 
Why yep. is she writing to Mark Zuckerberg? Well, let me let me read it to you in part. Is she really Australia's richest person? Yes. She's richer than Andrew Twiggy yes. Forrest? Yes. Right. What is it with the mining, man? Mining is where the money is, isn't it? I haven't checked, but, you know, Twiggy and his wife separated, so perhaps their fortune's divided now. Okay. Don't know. Don't want to get involved, Twig, but uh, wouldn't mind some new RMs. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) At least he he bought bought RM Williams. And a Cobra. I see. I'm with it. I bought a Cobra this week. And a Cobra as well. He's buying them all. Snapping them up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, dear Mr. Zuckerberg, it says, re- Scam advertisements and content on your platform. I write to you on behalf of private companies and myself. Yada, yada, yada. Across Meta, numerous scammers have falsely used the names of prominent Australians such as Harry Triggerboff, Dick Smith and me in an effort to fraudulently solicit money from vulnerable people. These scams, she goes on. But bottom line, she says, in the last few weeks, I have had more than 750 scams on Facebook as opposed to only one on Twitter in the same time period. Hence, I'd appreciate more efforts taken in attempting to address these issues. Greater action is needed. Scam Awareness Week's coming up. She goes into financial losses that Australians yeah. are getting overall. And she talks about specific people, like a pensioner in Queensland who lost $150,000 from her retirement, uh, an Aussie that lost $40,000 uh, because of a, a job scam on Facebook, and others where uh, $650,000 to celebrity crypto scams. So basically, there's one line here that sums it up. Meta needs to do more. Now, I got a list from her people of of you know um, screenshots, but it also yep. had four links in it to Facebook ads. Yep. Now one of them had disappeared. Um, three others were still running. Now this was on I'm gonna say Monday night, Tuesday yep. I got this. Now as of like two days ago or another day ago, two of them had been taken down. One of them still running. And get this, that one that ad because you can see all this information on Facebook. That ad has been running since January this year. And mate, I'm telling you, you don't it's an know it's a scam by obvious now? scam. Come on, it's an obvious scam. Yeah, you know, it's it just it's it absolutely stunned. I'm stunned that they can, they're not doing more because it's they so easily can do it. I'll take I'll take your mind back to was it 2020 February 2020 mm-hmm. when they took every news site down on yeah. Facebook. Don't get me started. At the stroke of a key, they people could go, will remember my thumb now. And <laughs> they also too like they can detect. Uh, things like nudity and 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 hate speech and can get get rid of it off the platform in an instant. So why the hell is it taking so long for them to act to remove what are obviously scam mm. ads? Well, the the first now, thing you can say it's, is it's, well, they're making money. Well, mate, that that to me that uh, that equals like or it's almost corruption. That they're letting these, what they know to be, like if it's been there since January, I'm pretty sure they know that it's not legit. It's been reported by Gina's team at so least. So what, what, leaving it on the platform is like leaving a trap for your users. Yeah. And people who use Facebook, that, that's their world. That they, they see something on Facebook and they think, well, it must be legit. It's on Facebook. Yeah. And they click the link and guess what? Scam. Yep. Same thing with Google. I wrote a story weeks ago about how Google... A lot of their ads are scams as well. You know, when you do a Google yeah. search and the ads on the side, some of those ads are scams as well. Like they're knocking back millions of ads, so they know it's an issue, but they just can't keep up with the sheer number. Meta, I reckon, is a different story. I reckon they can probably, uh, because they're not a search engine, they're a platform, they can probably filter out those ads a lot easier than Google can. You, you would think so. Now, before I tell you how this, and by the way, the ad's still running. 
right now. Still this Still minute. running. Started running on January 24. And yeah. here's the ad. It's The ad is by a page called Like Rule. Like, what is that? Yeah. Australia's richest person, Gina Reinhart, revealed how she constantly increases her income without spending any money all her time. Yeah. Gina Reinhart revealed she's a user of a unique software which allows Australian citizens. And then there's a video of Tracy Grimshaw interviewing Gina about this. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's so bad. It is blatant. Now, yeah. I reached out to Meta and said, what the hell are you? What? I need a statement. I need to know what's happening. Their statement, I'll read it verbatim. Scammers present a challenge in any environment, including social media. Meta is constantly tackling scams through a combination of technology such as new machine learning techniques and specially trained reviewers to identify content and accounts that violate our policies. We encourage people to use our in-app reporting tools when they see suspicious activity. We encourage those who've fallen victim to scams to reach out to their local law enforcement agency. Come on. Come on. So in other words, you do the work. Yeah. In other words, it's up to you to do the work. Isn't that the worst thing they you could possibly say? They should be more proactive say? than reactive in so, this thing. Yeah. We've we've been Optus CEO. Now I'll be <laughs> Facebook CEO. Right? Okay. Zuck. Yep. Listen, this is real simple, folks. We're copping yeah. a lot of heat. And firstly, I need to know how much money we're making from this, and then so I can tell the board. But bottom line, here's what we're going to do: we're going to open up a register, and any person in the world certainly high profile, but anyone hmm. can come in and they can register themselves by verifying their ID. Now, basically, it's a verified Facebook account. You've got to show your passport, your driver's license, whatever. You've got to prove who you are and that your face on your profile is you. Face. Yeah. Do you see my face? Yes. And we will, from this point on, we will let you know if any advertisement is placed on our platform that has your face in it. We know they know okay. how to match faces because oh, so they do it with friend requests. And they, if I put a photo up of you, it'll say, do you want to tag Stephen Fennick? Like it knows they know how to match faces. Yeah, but in but in terms in this case they're using high profile. Yeah, people. so Gina Reinhardt yeah. could then log on and yeah. go, and her people, her team could log on and go, "We are Gina Reinhardt. We want to be advised. Tick a box. We want to be advised whenever my face or name is used in an advertisement." Yeah, that would work. Cause, and cause, and, uh, and I, she would get a pop up. And now let's say you're an influencer, yeah. and and you do do ads. So I'd get a request saying um, you, you've, you've appeared in this ad. Do you uh, Is this it? really you? Yeah. Yes, I do. Let yes. it go. Let it go yeah. through. Because I'm telling it's you right like now, two-factor authentication. That would almost. stop the BS that's going on with this Infinity Games table for me. Yeah. If someone <laughs> puts that ad up, yeah. And I I reported one of those. There was 50 instances of that same video on one page. Wow. One page running 50 ads with my video in it. It's the same as Trevor's so the, involved. the <laughs> other part of it yeah. is you would have this kind of person recognition and then you would have content matching. Now this is what YouTube does. If so you this upload is, this is making too much sense, Trip. If you upload to YouTube yep. a copy of uh, a song or a, a oh, movie, yeah. they flag it straight. It flags up. before it finishes processing. Yeah. Because someone else has said someone else, like the movie company, has uploaded the video. And said, this is ours. That's our property, yeah. So I want to be able to upload my Infinity Games table review to Facebook in the back yeah. end and say, this is my video. I made it. I own it. Yeah. You can see my face in it. Click. And then whenever that video appears in an ad or is used and uploaded online, it's banned. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. That's it. And, and Gina Reinhart isn't the lone ranger here too. Because no. Andrew Forrest is also, he's got a case, he's taken them to court. Yeah. That's still going on. That, that I think it's been adjourned, but it's still going on. The, right. the whole he, he's he's recognised this before Gina Reinhardt has. Yeah, 
Uh, and you've seen others, other other celebrities are the same. Yeah. That they get caught Koshy, up. Koshy, Carl, How, Tracy Grimshaw. Why, why, why can't uh, say that, that, is that almost like defamation? So say Carl, we'll use Carl as the example. Mm. Can he turn around and say, well, you, on your platform, you're using my likeness to scam people. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's against my and good name. And they're the publisher, aren't they? Yeah. So it'd be like me publishing a magazine. Yeah. Say I'm the publisher of the magazine, and I rip off an ad that you're in, and say without your permission, and say, "Oh, Trevor Long's endorsing this." You could be able to sue me, being yeah. the publisher. You yeah. say, "Hang on, that's def- that's not me," and that's sort of going against my good character. Uh, so, is isn't that a, isn't that like an avenue that they can explore? Like Maybe it's almost it defamation. Maybe it is. Yeah, but you know, like I think yeah. so. The example I've been giving all week, and I've done a bit of research into this, and I may. I may not be fully understanding it, but I think that the TV and radio stations are held to a higher account when it comes to advertising. Mm. The Advertising Standards Bureau, and I've read a lot about this this week, I actually don't think it has um, guidelines around false advertising. Yeah, It's more about alcohol, gambling, and nudity, yeah, right? Yeah. But <laughs> here's my point. If, if I'm Channel 9, and someone says to me, here's 50 grand. I want to run four ads in the nightly news, if that's the rate. I don't know what it is. That's and true. they go, cool, send us a tape. And they send the tape. Yep. And we just put the tape in the machine and it plays out, not looking at it first. Yes. And that ad says, how how good's gambling? You never lose. Um, and here's some boobs. And then, you know, here's a, here's, <laughs> yeah. a, here's a minority that we're going to abuse, right? Three things that should have you absolutely banned, right? Yep. Who's responsible for that? Is it the advertiser it's or the, Channel Nine? It's Channel Nine. Channel Nine should so have vetted. So how is they should Facebook exactly. not, not responsible for know, these mate. scams? It's, it's all care, no responsibility. It's like when, do you remember when they offered the verified uh, accounts? You get a verified account, yeah. And when you get verified, you then have access to a, a view at like a help desk if and, something happens. And they proactively yeah. prevent fake versions right. of your account. There you go, and. Mate, I've tried. Remember that you said before, report it to the community. You know, make a yep. report. Yep. Mate, there were been you know how many times I, tech guides been uh, been impersonated. Yeah, my photo was on that false account. Yeah. I said that's my picture, and I reported it. And they said, well, no, they, they don't have a doesn't case to breach answer. our policies. doesn't breach community guidelines. Doesn't breach our like, policies. I'm thinking, hello, what like, policy? Joking? Like it's it's absolutely. And the only reason I got those pages down. Is because I know someone at Meta. Well, and that go this and this. I'm saying, let's be clear, Meta's the biggest problem here, but it should be all social media. So I'm calling yeah. for all social media to be regulated by the government in terms of advertising. I agree because oh, well, this is an A triple C job from start to finish. Why can't the A triple C step in here? Every yeah. every day, I get another message from someone saying, "I bought the Infinity Games you, cable yeah. and, and it hasn't never- arrived." <laughs> And I'm like, I'm really sorry, but unless you pay two grand, it's never yeah. going to arrive. So, and then, yeah, and every day I get sent another TikTok video. Now, I've reported them, and every, and, and originally when I sent it to my contact at TikTok, they go yeah. fill in this form, and it was a crazy long form. Uh. I had to prove it was my video. I no longer do that. I now send it to them and go, get this down, get this down, and I send it over and over again. Yeah. And they do, but that's me. I've got a contact there. The average Joe reporting but videos, they don't get taken down. Would you agree that's sort of hitting your reputation? Yes. So the, Mate, the, people, you, you should I'm, have a case then. I don't want to – this sounds so egotistical, yeah. but it's horrible – that people are falling victim. They think I'm selling them a yeah, hundred dollar yeah, no, bloody no, game table. It's true, mate. In fact, one of my friends contacted me saying, "Look, I saw Trevor on this thing. Is that legit?" And I said, "No, mate. Unless it's worth two k, it's not. Like it's worth two hundred bucks, mate. It's or a hundred dollars. Yeah, 
It's a horrible and feeling. So a lovely people, old bloke emailed me in, yeah. and I said, "What did you?" He said, "I bought two, one for each of my grandkids." I'm like, "Oh, oh. Jesus!" So he's just giving his money away. Two hundred bucks. They're not going to receive anything. No. Yeah, jeez. Look how, and even even TikTok with their with their rules and regulations too. Why can't that? Why can't they have a case against? Why can't they, like the people who put these videos up, have an account? Yes. So they communi- they, they could communicate with them. If you could say, okay, well, this account ABCD123, I, I bought in good faith something from you them know in what? good faith. You know what I'm going to do? What the hell? I'm going to send a letter, an email tomorrow yeah. to my contact and say, I demand that you hand over the contact details of that account. Yeah. Because here's the thing. you can't Even on an it's ad, pro- on an ad privacy, account. Because privacy, they can't give it to yeah, you. Yeah, but wait. On yeah. an ad account, you can't even view the account um, handle. Uh, you can't even see an account. Oh, really? It's just an ad. It's an advertiser See, account. Mate, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say, banking the checks, but I'm going to say, I demand you hand over their, their information because I want to take legal action. And if you don't, Boom. I will take legal action against you. Boom. Now I don't have a lawyer. Um, I know a couple. I also don't have any money for lawyers. Um, <laughs> pro bono. It'd be pro bono work. No win. No. No win. No. So call no, Bryden. No. <laughs> I might call Hadley. Maybe he could get me hooked up with Bryden's. Hey. Mate, you, but you know what? Someone's got to. Oh, I'm surprised the ACCC hasn't stepped in sooner than this. Because I got someone's got to take a stand. Because you know what happens when you get a legal letter? You shit yourself. Of course. Right. Yeah. I did. I did this story. I think I might have mentioned this. I did this story. How many legal letters have you received, mate? This was the worst. Okay. I did a story with Lara Vella on the Today Show about scams. In fact, um, how do people fall for them? Yep. She said, "I want to reenact it." Went, okay, cool, cool. So I got a mate of mine who, who used to used to run Candela Computing with me. Now lives in Perth. I got he's good at coding and stuff. So I got him to code up a website that looked like Facebook, like the Facebook Ooh. login page. Okay. And then I registered a domain name called FacebookSecurity.live or something like that, right? Yeah. And we pointed that to there. And then I I set up an email account with that email that domain name, and I sent Lara an email that looked for all intents and purposes like Facebook. You know, there's a problem with your account. Click here. Click yeah. here. Log in, and whilst while I was sitting here, she was sitting there. She she typed a password. I said, "Your password, Suzanne one two three or whatever it was." She goes, "Oh my god!" Like it was wild. It was a really yeah. good story. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. I got like a Manila envelope letter in the mail. Yeah. I'm thinking, what's this? It was three legal letters about because th- I had it actually got flagged as scam, and then I registered another domain because the, the internet's so good. It worked out it was a scam. So Facebook was suing me because I had these domains that were like <laughs> theirs. I shit myself, right? Yeah, right? So I'm on the phone. I'm emailing these people going, oh, this is a story. <laughs> I had to find a copy of the story. Yeah. In the end, they just, uh, they just, I handed over the names. I just handed yeah, over right. ownership of the names to yeah, them. Right. But it scared the bejesus out of, of me. Of course it does, mate. Now, I don't know. Do these scammers going to care if they get legal letters? Uh, am I going to be able to get to them? I don't, I don't know, think but so. it's so I annoying. I don't think so. But there's got to be Shouldn't accountability. To accountability. We live in a world now where everyone's connected. We can find out anything. Yeah. How the hell these people can hide and not be brought it brought to account? It's like when it's like when you the bank will tell you if you have um, if you say I transfer money to yes. you and it's a scam. Yep. I say, well, I got his account number. Get him. Yeah. And they go, we can't privacy. Yeah. Go, what do you mean? If someone if someone in the street took my wallet out of my pocket and ran away, yeah. I'll say there he is. Get him. Yeah. The police could say, right, you're under arrest. And so there's no privacy. Where's the privacy yeah. issue there? Yeah, yeah. So it's these stupid laws, these stupid little things that the criminals are taking advantage of, hiding yes. behind, Yes. that's causing all this. And remove mate, the barriers. Remove the hiding places. I'm with you. It's it's tantamount to, to 
would you call it corruption or yeah. it's tantamount to corruption. Like they're copping dirty. It's dirty money. They're 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 an, they're yeah. a, an accessory in this. They're an accessory to the scam. Mate, I'm telling you now, they're making massive money out I of the said, ads. Massive I said money. to to our the people we know at, at Meta. Yes. When I was trying to get these videos taken down, flagged, I said, I want to know how much money you've made out of that one because there was only one page I was targeting, yeah, they right? Can, no, no, wait. Here's what yeah, I said. Yeah. I want to know how much you made, and I want you to guarantee that you will let me spend that much of your money just boosting yeah. a video that tells people about this scam. Because that's that's Boom. the only. Yeah. I don't want money. I want I want my I want people like who know reputation. me. Yeah, yeah. To know that I didn't endorse that, and yes. that they should be aware of these scams. It's it's an awareness thing. Okay. That's what should be happening. The same amount of money should be spent on a, on advising people. And, and this is sad, right? The mm. Gina Reinhardt ones, honestly, they're horrible scams. Like it's yeah. Have, my, yeah. the it's, Infinity it's, Games it's, table yeah. thing is so well done because they use my. You should have this at Christmas, and it's great. They just cut out the price. That's all they do. It's yeah. my video. It's just yeah. a. It's a excited video about a product, right? The Gina Reinhardt ones, mate, yeah. honestly, Dodgy. who's falling for an investment Dodgy. scheme? Yeah, yeah. It's it's people yeah. who are at, probably at their lows and actually yeah. do need to make money or are struggling and they're handing over their life bloody savings. Yeah, it's ridiculous, It's mate. sad. You know, and if a victim should have a, a recourse, a victim should yeah. say, well, I, I, I want to take you to court or I want to get my money back or yeah. something. There should be something for them. You know, they're making, we're talking their profits are like in the tens of billions of dollars a year. Yep, yep. So, and, and mate, I'm telling you now, the reason you, what did you say, that ad was still there since January? January it's 24th. Now no, it's now November. Yes. So you don't reckon they're making 11 a months. ton of money off that ad? That's right. They're probably, that, that scam company is probably boosting the crap out of that ad, right? Spending big money themselves yeah. and Facebook's making the money. And they're, so they're profiting from someone else's crime. It's, it's mate, exactly that. Someone's committing a crime, and Facebook is profiting from crime. Which is in isn't that illegal? You can't profit from crime. Well, I think the like, issue and Facebook's defence would be like there's no crime been proven. So oh, this is the problem, right? On. It's it's as you say they're hiding behind the fact yeah, that they man. can't be found. Yeah, these people could be in the Uzbekistan. Barriers. No one exactly knows. Right. You know, it's it's honestly there needs to be like an international internet body that can that can shine the light in these dark corners where these criminals are hiding and say, right, game's up. Yeah. Nowhere to hide. That'd sort them out. It would. Anyway, that's enough from us. But seriously, Facebook needs to do something and all social medias need to do something. And frankly, you know what? I, I, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, but I'm I'm sticking with this Mate. as long as it takes because I think the well, government needs to intervene. Yeah, and, and your name's being dragged through the mud a bit. Don't you reckon? Yeah, your, your name, you being associated well, with this, you know what is, the thing that's is, hurting you right now. No, but as Christmas approaches, when yeah. people are expecting that bloody games table, yeah, they're all going to be at me going, yeah. "Mate, what happened?" Well, my friend said to me, he "Goes, oh, that that thing that Trevor Long's promoting." <laughs> he said, "I said, no, mate, that's that's not real. This uh, back off." Honestly, <laughs> so frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, two blokes talking tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And there's plenty of deals to be found at Netgear as well. Netgear.com.au, you can find a bunch of deals. For Black Friday, uh, 20% discounts on um, on Orbi systems. Savings up to eight up to five hundred dollars on the eight fifty series. So there are some cracking so deals cheap for Black Friday, mate. The Orbi is cheap for Black Friday, right? Now's the time to crack in. Get into that one. The Orbi eight sixty, yeah, we're talking five hundred bucks off, which is a great wow. value. Um, 
And you know what? This is the thing. Uh, an Orbi is going to improve your home Wi-Fi network. It's yeah. going to give you that reliability of internet across the home. Every corner of the home's got Wi-Fi. Your TV has yeah. to have as good a Wi-Fi as your mobile phone Absolutely. does in bed when you're scrolling through TikTok before you go to sleep. Quick, quick story. I got an email from a reader saying, "Look, I need, I need. I've got an extender uh, in in my front room. It's not working very well. The modem." Is 100 metres away. Oh, mate, please. He lives, he must live in a big house. I said, you know what you need, mate? Forget that extender. It's too close to, you need to be sort of halfway between. I tried to explain that. I yeah. said, but you know your best bet? Netgear, Orbi, give you clear Wi-Fi across your whole home. Yep. And if, he if, said, good advice. And if, he you, if you had a great water pressure in one bathroom and, and not in the others, you'd call yes. a plumber. And they might say we need to put better pipes in. That's we a need good to analogy. change things. That's a very good analogy. Thank you. I'm very yeah, happy with that's it. That's a nice analogy. If Wi-Fi is working well in one room in the home yes. but not the rest, yeah. and we're talking speeds are slower, buffering, that kind yeah. of stuff, that's where mesh comes in. Netgear Orbi is the brand and the product to trust, and you can find it right now on special Black Friday and through to Cyber Monday, I'm sure, Get at leading it. retailers and at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Um, are we Steven. talking RCS? You, no one knows what RCS is. If in my world, it's a, it's a radio thing. <laughs> it was a radio uh, well, uh, programming RC- software. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're an iPhone user, you probably don't know what this is either. Probably don't care. Uh, but RCS is short for Rich Communication Services. Right. Now, uh, a bit of background with this one. A year ago, Google and other co- uh, related companies actually launched a campaign to appeal to Apple to um, to uh, employ RCS to create messaging equity between Android users and iPhone users. So basically, iMessage has got all the bells and whistles, so it's secure. You can exchange files at the best quality. You can have read receipts. You can see the little dots when someone's typing. Stephen's so all those, replying. How all exciting. Those, all those cool features... But if you were going from Android to iPhone, it goes to the SMS and MMS system, which crunches down the file. So the picture's not as good quality, video's rubbish, and you don't get a read receipt. It's not secure end-to-end, and you don't get those other little read receipts and those other typing, the typing dots. So the, the reason it's called rich communication services is because those features are rich features, and without them, you kind of you're left out in the dark. So think about all those features we talked about there, the dots and the replies and things like that. Apple to Apple users see it all yeah. the time. You know, iMessage, it's, it's great. The blue bubbles, all yep. that stuff. Android to Android users, if you've got a recent phone, also, also yes, happens. Does. But if you send a message from an iPhone to an Android or an Android to an iPhone, you can't easily there are some that that actually do kind of send it back correctly and you get a bit yeah. of a sense of things, but Broadly, it just doesn't integrate correctly. So Not what Apple appears to be doing yes. is accepting the green they bubble people the into their community. They're going to adopt RCS. Now, this is in the mobile community. This story broke late last week, mm. and it was this is massive. One of, one of the analysts was quoted as saying, Google are popping champagne corks right now, and they can't believe that Apple's adopted this. As late as September last year, Tim Cook says, no one's asked for RCS. None of our customers have asked for RCS. Why would they? Guess what, Tim? 
your customers are iPhone users. Yeah. They don't care what RCS is and don't ask for it. You don't have many Android customers. That's the thing. So uh, they've they've seen the light and they are going to adopt it sometime in 2024. Sometime, yeah. Which, which is, basically means which it's I an iOS 18. WWDC, exactly right. RCS. And by the way, it won't be sold as being equity. welcome Google phone users no. and Android users. No, but they It'll did, be where better than you. They did say that iMessage would still be the premium service yes. so they're not going to just give up the ghost yep. right but it does i reckon it's good news for and mate we switch to android we got to review phones and do yeah. stuff so it's going to make our life a bit easier too yeah. is having those services between it because that's the biggest pain in the bum is we're having to switch your sim card turn off iMessage do this i send a message to my wife annoy her saying have you get this message can you reply and you do the same with yeah, whatsapp i do I'm, but, on, but I'm on a different spe- phone, mate. Speaking of, speaking of, yeah. what this inequity was doing was driving, driving more people. people to WhatsApp. Yes. Like how many calls I get on the radio? My wife's on Android. I'm on iPhone. And we exchange it. It's rubbish. I said, hello, WhatsApp. We'll do it for you. Yeah. But now, with RCS, Apple finally seeing the light and adopting this, it's going to be a lot different. I have two bold predictions around yeah. this. Firstly, now one of the big problems with not having RCS or having iMessage yep. and Android is if you've got a group of 10 people and you, you send a group message yes. and there's Android users in there, it drops out and it becomes not a group, it becomes a individual yes. messages, right? Yes. I reckon Apple will allow group messaging between iMessage and RCS, yep. but they will still show RCS people as green bubbles. Right. I still, I think they will still, still be a differentiator. They will still differentiate the Androids yeah. from the iPhones, right? You, have you heard That's what this, I reckon. What do you think? Heard, yeah, no, I reckon that's a problem that needs to be addressed. So my second thing, do it, yeah. second yep. thing, WWDC, yep. iMessage for Android. So that it'll, it'll be... It's so their, their way of saying, brand. listen, yeah, still their branding, but... Download oh, so iMessage. You, so you reckon the native messaging app on Android won't have RCS? They'll release an Android version no, no, of no, iMessage? No, no, I'm saying it will work as RCS as it should, right. totally. Yes. But they will make iMessage as an app available to Android users so they can become blue bubble people on an Android <laughs> blue phone. Blue bubble people. Yeah, yeah that, that makes it's, sense too. Mate, yeah. it's the logical yeah. way to say, because what they'll do, because think, think about all the things they've done with iMessage lately where, and yeah. this won't work on RCS, where you put a, you put a, a sticker over a message and yeah. it appears in the thread. That won't work on RCS. No, that's no. very iMessage. That's why Tim Cook says iMessage is still going to be the premium which, service, right? which, which is why they'll make iMessage yeah. for Android and say it's the best way to use messaging on your phone. And the great Maybe. thing about an Android phone is when you install iMessage, you set it up, you create an Apple ID or whatever so that you're on the yep. iMessage platform. And then it says, do you want this to be your default messaging app? And it takes <laughs> over SMS. Yeah, right. Because that can be done on Android. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Don't I, you reckon? I, I know. Whenever I... like. And Apple Music's yeah. on Android, so there's no yeah. reason why yeah. they can't build it. Yeah. No, true. That's me. That's the, <laughs> I think that's a good chance of that happening. But have you heard all the stories about sort of the green bubble, the sort of the green... People looking down at the green bubble? Oh, yeah. You know, the... The relationships I, I shared, have broken up over I shared, this. I shared this. I was on John Stanley's show Monday night. I was, ter- and he didn't believe me. I said, "Mate, this is fact. There's, there's cases of you know how you know everyone's on the dating apps, and then they go, well, let's let's uh, here's my phone number. Let's start texting. And there, uh, this is true. I've heard this from a guy who this happened to. Right? He was an Android user and texted this girl that he matched up with on Tinder, and she saw his green bubble and said, "Yeah, no." Don't want to. Don't want to talk to you. You're an Android user. That's the best. Brushed because of the green bubble. 
That's amazing. Yeah. So iMessage, all those prejudices will melt away, hopefully, eh? With I our what RCS. would happen if Amanda knew what phone I had when we were texting <laughs> in the early days. Had a Nokia, was it a Nokia? It was a Nokia 8910, no, pop, you know, the pop-out oh, one. Oh, yeah, nice. I've still got it downstairs. Yeah, nice. <laughs> of course yeah. you have. Of course <laughs> you have. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, interesting how that's going. But even uh, in in all seriousness, though, there I have even read. I wrote on Tech Guide when the, when Google launched that uh, the campaign. Yes, and like I cited all these incidents of like you know child like girls in at school being bullied because they're yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. I, who's the green bubble and it, the, can you believe that that's a problem? Yeah. Uh, it, it, this is reality. It's interesting because right? Victoria's on an Android phone, right? Ah, and she wants an iPhone at the end of this year no next year when she turns 14 because Jackson apparently got an iPhone when he was 14 right? I'm like how do you know that she so goes, she's, I remember. she's tracking it yes mate. yeah yeah anyway can't get anything past her and I, I urged early on I said listen if you're going to have chats with your mates make it WhatsApp and then yes. everyone's yeah, good true. and that's what they do everyone's right? equal yeah but here's what's really fa- completely off the topic broadly but yeah I said to her, she was talking about um, iPhones again the other day. We were down at the baby yep. shower and she was talking about how she's got a crappy phone. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's a good phone, but whatever. Is the screen still broken? Yes. And Uh-oh. and she said, uh, and she said casually, and she doesn't listen to this show, and Jackson, if you are listening, shh. Yeah. Um, she it. said casually, um, uh, the only thing other than iPhone would be the, the Samsung flip phone. Ooh. I thought to myself, Christmas. Hey. Because daddy's got some flip phones. Uh, doing very well. And, eh? and those I'm, I would probably get her the give her the Oppo that I've got because do you remember yeah. Issa, who we met at the Oppo event last week? Yeah, she had this is an influencer from Manila. Yeah, in she the had Philippines. all these different cases. She had different yeah. cases. She had oh, one awesome. that looked like a handbag, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god! So I'm gonna text Issa and say, yeah. can you? Because I don't think Oppo in Australia have that many accessories. No, they're from right? overseas. Yeah, I'm like, I need to. I need a care <laughs> package, right? Shout out to Issa. Yeah, yeah. Like if I she's could from get, the Philippines. If yeah, I could get VV. Like the 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 find N two flip, yeah. and she can with one of those little padded cases and a couple of different exactly accessorized because Isa was she had a different case every day yeah, to match her outfit. Wow, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and see the Samsung good. cases, they are they're they're, they're fashionable, yeah. but they're quite that. They haven't pushed no. as far as I well, saw. There's a lot those of ones ago. well for Oppo, in, especially in Asia. There's mm. a lot of um, third party yeah. companies creating. The, that's why Isa's got them because she yeah. she's in, lives in the Philippines and travels around Asia a lot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, she was. Well, what was the one she had? Remember at dinner, I was sitting next to her at dinner. She had one that looked like a suit. Was that the suitcase night where it looked like a? It looked like it had one a handle on it. Yeah, yeah the it was pur- a white purple one. one. Had yeah. like a bloody. No, it was purple. It was it had like a very handle. extravagant. It was a lot to it. Yeah. That's a lot of trouble to go to to actually put it on the thing. Yeah. The two blokes wouldn't go near it with a 10-foot barge pole. But no. We're very simple guys, the two blokes. But in in her case, and anyone with a flip phone, that's kind of their personality. Don't you yeah, yeah. A flip phone user, no wonder there's so many available for them because that's a sort of... That's the sort of customer. You're younger, a bit more, you know, a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're out there a bit more. You you want to accessorize and, you know, match your outfits and stuff. So, yeah. So, Vivi's going to get a flip phone, eh? Maybe. She's not watching. Maybe. Don't maybe, give it up. Maybe. Santa. Maybe. Oh, crap. This is on YouTube. Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> I just realized. She won't watch this far, mate. Harry might. She won't watch this far. I don't think Harry would either. Nah. He'll go to some some little uh, little young young YouTuber open oh, unboxing not, toys. When I or say something. Christmas, I don't mean as a present. I mean oh. maybe if she earns it or something. Oh, she, but she starts high school next year, right? She's in high school. She starts year eight next year. Jeez. Harry starts. Harry high starts. High Has yeah. he asked for a phone yet? Yeah, well, he's already got a he's got a like Vivi. He's got a uh, Motorola that he's allowed to use when he goes to the park and things uh, on his own. Yeah. But when he's high school, it's full time use then. Well, yeah, but then they're not allowed to use them anymore uh, at school in public schools. Yeah. Was that all schools? That's all. I think it's all schools. All state schools. I think all schools are like oh, it anyway. Yeah. So they have to they have to have them in their bags from the moment they walk in the gate. Boom. Yeah, it's very different. 
Anyway. Yeah, just like we did, mate. I never had a phone at school. No, that's true. <laughs> the only phone I had was the one in the principal's office. I did have my Casio electronic organiser, though, when you were 11 oh, and you 12. Oh, you were such a nerd. Yeah. I thought I was a nerd. You were a massive nerd <laughs> massive, when you were younger, right? Massive. Wow. Trevor never went out much when he no, was younger. No, it's like someone said, uh, yeah. how many, did you on many dates? I'm like, no, I was too busy with my Commodore 64. <laughs> you know what? Me too. I, I, oh, I, come I, on. I, I still had the dates, but I had my Commodore 64 as well. I yeah. was a cool nerd, I reckon. I was a cool nerd. Okay, well done. <laughs> no, I still got out there, mate. I was still, you know, asking girls out and going to the movies and stuff with them. And I was Trevor not. was in, a, in, his, in his basement or in his bedroom. <laughs> Where were you? I don't know. I don't think the computer was in the bedroom. Okay, there you go. No, in year 11 and 12 it was, yeah, because I had a compact Presario. Yeah, no. I, I was a bit more social than you, mate. Yeah. But still loved the computer. No, that was... Oh, no, yeah. not in school time. I didn't get Aussie Mail until 1995. So in school time, no, I didn't have a computer you at used, all. Yeah, can't tell. You were still at school in 1995. You were out of school. No, 1993. Okay. It was my last year. I was waiting for the crack. I did have my own phone in my room, though. I got an extra line put in, yeah. I had a TV in my room. That was big. I never had a phone in my room. I had a TV in my bedroom, though, when I was still living at home. We all had, and my own VCR too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd you watch on that? Just watch your movies. Yeah. yeah. I was a big movie fan even as a, as a young, and had a collection even when I was, uh, had, had my favourite movies. I got to watch Star Wars and stuff. You're asking about the other, <laughs> so you're asking about, <laughs> did I watch a bit of corn. chicken and corn? Mate, I was a teenager. What do you think? What, what do you think? think? Well, Just with the volume turned down. I wasn't aware of it at the time. <laughs> well, so. This is before the internet, don't forget. Yeah. This is before internet. So, yeah. Our access to chicken and corn was not as easy as you guys have got it now. Okay, we're talking to you kids out there. <laughs> but anyway. You want to dig any further? No. I think I've dug far enough. All right, we've dug far enough. That's enough of episode 610. Thank you to Netgear. Thank you to Arlo. We'll be back next week. And if you are watching on YouTube, the private feed is available in link. the link below. If you're watching on Facebook, head over to YouTube, search for Two Blokes Talking Tech and the private feed's up there. Otherwise, it'll be in your podcast apps on Friday night. As well as EFTM, Tech Guide and the movie shows. It's all there. Uh, it's all there. It's the best value podcast channel on the planet. I wouldn't even consider wanting to charge you more. I, I get enough value out go. of what you're paying right now. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, buddy. Oh, do I normally play something? Yeah, why not? Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. The guitar riff at the end.